thank you for listening to Northwood Baptist Church of Yadkinville, North Carolina. Join our pastor, Tim Webb, for an encouraging time with God and His Word. Northwood Baptist Church is a place where the Bible is passionately preached and practiced and where you are always welcome. So stay tuned for a practical message for your life as we enjoy the abundant life that Jesus Christ offers to all. and God spoke to me and God told me that I was to be His messenger. God told me that I was to be His spokesman and that you're to make my dreams come true and you are to fulfill all my desires and you are to pay all my bills for the rest of my life. That's how most religions get started. But with Christianity, you know what happened? The disciples said, we've not just heard about it, Jesus was dead. We know it. There's no question about that. But then we saw Him alive. He was dead, then He was not dead. He was dead, then He was alive. And if He can overcome death, there's nothing you can do to us. Do you know all of the disciples, with the exception of one, were martyred? They were killed because they said, we saw Jesus, we know He's alive, and we'll never forsake Him. We say, okay, preacher, I understand that, but here's probably what happened. The disciples told one story, and, and then once all of the witnesses were gone, somebody else blew up the legend. That's how these things work. I'm so glad you mentioned that. Because 1 Corinthians chapter 15 says this, Christ died, He was buried, He rose again. And, and just like all of us, there were people who read that and said, I don't know about that. Dead men don't come back. Dead men tell no tales. I don't know about that. And so you know what Paul said? He said, listen, after he rose from the dead, he was seen of above 500 witnesses at one time. And then he went on to say this to those people he was writing to. He said, by the way, some of them have fallen asleep. Some of them of those 500, they've died. But the majority... They're still living. You know what he was saying? If you don't believe me in my letter that Jesus rose from the grave, go down the street and talk to your neighbor. They saw him alive. And here's what I want to say to you today. We can talk about the sentimentality of Easter. We can talk about the, the candy and the getting dressed up and the good memories of going to church with grandma and grandpa. We can talk about all that. But here's where it all boils down to for Easter. Paul said it this way. He said, if Christ be not risen... If Jesus really did not get up from the grave, here's what Paul said the consequences of that would be. Paul said, if Jesus did not get up, everything that we believe and everything that we proclaim is pointless. Didn't the choir seem happy earlier when they were singing, Jesus saves? If Jesus didn't get up from the grave, that was the most pointless thing you've ever heard. If Jesus did not get up from the grave, this book that I hold in my hands today is an absolute lie. If Jesus did not get up from the grave, we're still condemned in our sins. If Jesus did not get up from the grave, there's no hope of heaven. And if Jesus did not get up from the grave on Easter morning, we are absolutely miserable and entirely hopeless. If we're here worshiping a God who died... We're miserable. We're helpless. We're, we're pointless people. But on the same token, 
If He did rise, and by the way, He rose. If He did rise, then our faith has a point. Our preaching has a purpose. Our belief has a life beyond this grave. I'm telling you, Jesus is alive. And so we ought to be the happiest people on the face of this planet. Everything rises and falls on this one fact. Did Jesus really rise from the grave? You study the history. You study the Word of God. And I believe you will come away saying this, He rose. He really did get up from the grave. He really is alive today. And if that is true, that's the facts of the resurrection. Number two today, I want you to see this. There are not only the facts of the resurrection, but I'd like you to see now, there is the fact of the resurrection, but then there is simply today the forgiveness of the resurrection. Because Romans 4.23 says here, now it was not written for His sake alone that it was imputed to Him, but for us also to whom it shall be imputed if we believe on Him that raised up Jesus from the dead, who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. Now, there were two words I told you I was going to give you a definition of before we left this place this morning. The first one was imputed. It's not a word we use a whole lot today. Brother David, if you'll go one forward for me. It's not a word we use a whole lot today. But that word imputed simply means this. It means to have applied to one's account. Let's imagine today that you were to go down to the credit union and you were to say, I'd like to know about Tim Webb's finances. And they say, well, it's really none of your business, but we'll tell you. He's overdrawn on all of his accounts. He can't pay his bills. He's in really pitiful shape. What imputation would be, would be for you to take the millions from your account. I'm looking for you. To take what you have and apply it to my account. So no longer am I broke. No longer am I without hope. I've got what you've got. That's what imputation means. And then the other word I'd like to explain just quickly is justification. That word means declared free from guilt and acceptable to God. Here's what the Bible says. It says, these things were written not for His sake only. What, what is He talking about there? Well, if you go up in the chapter, I'll hurry here. But the Bible tells us about a man named Abraham who simply, here's what he did. Here's how he was made right with God. He believed God. And it was counted to him for righteousness. It was imputed to him. God looked at Abraham and Abraham, because you believe me, I'm going to put my credit on your account. Abraham, because you've believed me, because you've trusted me, I'm going to hold you guiltless for all of your sins. Abraham, because you've trusted in me, you are now acceptable to me. Say, what's Easter all about? It's about this. Forgiveness. That God will look at sinners like you and God will look at a sinner like me and say, you believe me? You take me at my word? You believe my son died for you? You believe he was buried? You believe he rose again for you? Well, I'll tell you what. I'll just credit my goodness, my righteousness, my holiness to your account. Your sins, forgiven. Your slate, wiped clean. Your home, heaven. Your father, 
God all because you believed. Every person in this room by our sins is separated from God. We deserve punishment. We deserve condemnation. We deserve, let's say it like it is, we deserve hell. But God so loved sinners that while He was on the cross, I told you about the facts a while ago, but let me add a few more. While He was on the cross, Jesus, as He was suffering, as He was bearing the sins of the whole world, He looked out at that crowd gathered that day, that crowd that mocked Him, that crowd that spit on Him, that crowd that scourged Him, that crowd that nailed Him to the cross, and He said this, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. If He can forgive them, can I say this to you? He can forgive you. The Bible tells us in the book of 2 Corinthians, Easter is all about forgiveness. In the book of 2 Corinthians chapter number 5 and verse 21, the Bible says, For He hath made Him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. Here's what that means. God took all of the credit of the goodness and the purity and the righteousness of Jesus and He put it over on your account. And He took all the filth and all the sin and all the wretchedness of your account and He put it over on Jesus. And He punished Jesus for your sins. He punished Jesus for my sins. And then He looks at me today and He looks at you today and He says this, they're acceptable in my sight. They're not broke anymore. They're not a sinner anymore to be condemned. They're a child to be loved. They're, a, they're a, an adopted one to be accepted. They are my beloved. That's how God looks at you today because here's the truth. You don't deserve forgiveness. If you deserve forgiveness, you wouldn't need forgiveness. But forgiveness is the gift that God offers to you today. Because Easter is about facts. Jesus really did live. He really did die. He really was buried. He really rose again. But Easter is about forgiveness. And to every person in this room today, every person who's watching, every person who's listening, God is offering that forgiveness. Jesus died for you. He was buried for you. He rose again for you. But Easter is not only about Forgiveness. Easter is not only about facts, but I finally want to say to you today, Easter is about faith. Because the Bible says here, if we believe. The Bible says Abraham believed God. God counted it to him for righteousness. God said, Abraham, you take me at my word, you're forgiven. Abraham, you trust in me. Your sins are gone. Heaven is your home. Eternity with God is your future just because you believe. Can I ask you today, do you believe? The Bible says, I believe it's in the book of John, Jesus was speaking. He says to Mary, Mary, I am the resurrection and the life. Jesus died, but He got up. By the way, if I'm going to follow anybody, I know I'm going to die one day. I want to follow the one who's conquered death. I know my life's going to come to an end one day, and I want to follow the one who's made a way for me. 
He said to Mary, He said, Mary, I'm the resurrection and the life. That's the fact. He can give you life today. He can give you heaven today. He can give you an eternity with God of joy and peace today. He can do that right now because He died for your sins. But then He looked and He said this, I am the resurrection and the life. Believest thou this? My question to you as we come down toward the end today would be this. You know the facts. Jesus lived. He died, He was buried, and He rose again. And He did it for your justification. He did it that God might accept you. He did it that God might forgive you. Here's my question today. Do you believe that? You say, well, preacher, I I grew up in church. That is wonderful. But do you believe that Jesus died for you? Well, preacher, you know, I've been to the altar before. Well, that's great. But do you believe that Jesus died for you? Do you believe that He was buried for you? Do you believe that He was raised? Thank you for listening today. This program has been brought to you by the generosity of the Northwood Baptist Church family. Our church loves Jesus, and Jesus loves you. You can hear today's message in full by searching for Northwood Baptist Church on YouTube. You can share this program with others on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Make plans to be our guest in Yadkinville, North Carolina very soon for any and all of our services. You'll locate our church by going to 1309 Northwood Church Road. There, you'll enjoy a friendly welcome, encouraging music, and a practical message from the Bible. There is a place for you and your family at Northwood. For more information, visit northwoodbandist.us or you can call us at 336-677-3781 or drop us a note at P.O. Box 1637, Yankinville, North Carolina, 27055. Until next time, from Pastor Tim Webb and the Northwood Baptist Church, God bless you and keep looking up.